welcome back to the official, official, unofficial? Officially unofficial. Officially unofficial <laughs> first episode of Cischella, which can be changing. Are we going to tease that? Maybe. Maybe. We'll Maybe. give you a few more episodes, see where you're at. Yeah, we, we, may, we may even do a, a poll. Like, you guys let us know what you would want us to be officially named by. I mean, we're always going to be Cischella. We are the Cischellas. <laughs> um, but ultimately, um, kind of branding ourselves officially. Right. Uh, I think after our intro with the Brochella Ralph, um, it kind of showed a little bit of an introduction of what it's like to to really work a podcast. Yeah, I, I guess the time it takes. Yeah. And it does seem, especially when you hear the podcasts that just sound like two people having a conversation, you're like, well, this is going to be easy. We just, you know, set up your device that you're recording and <laughs> you just bang one out. <laughs> no, I, um, I, I watch the, uh, or listen, if you will, to the Oprah Winfrey Soul Sunday uh, and she always just sounds so, okay, it's Oprah, I get it, <laughs> but she always sounds so fluid. Like it was just if she called her friend up or whoever she's having and they just talk about a subject that I, I feel that she wakes up and she's like, I'm going to talk about this. And for us, it's like, what do we feel passionate about? Like some work goes into it. Um, and, and I'm sure I, I would assume that most of our listeners are utilizing podcasts as an alternative to watching TV, radio. For sure, I know a lot of people that listen to podcasts listen to them while they're driving. Right. And I think the positive to a podcast over watching TV is you can do other things while you're listening to your podcast. Yeah. And I know sometimes with music, you can get into like a, a rut if you will, that is just, you've heard the, you've heard all the new music of the week, of the month, the artists that you are really fond of, hasn't had anything new, you're, you're on shuffle on Spotify, or if you're an Apple music person, you're on Apple music. I, I, I personally just, use Spotify. I was Spotify. just complaining to myself about how the fact of like, I felt that my, um, like playlists were dry. I just felt like I was on a, a repeat of the same the same songs. Spiel. Yeah. And yeah. Well, I've heard of people using podcasts to do like when you're working out or when you're driving. Yeah. And in or when you're like at work and you're using that as like background or you know and I guess the point I'm getting to is utilizing podcasts is such an amazing opportunity to be productive in your life where you need to learn where where, I don't know I say learn but we're constantly balancing and 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 fighting the so many places at one time and balancing a healthy lifestyle that it consists of family work personal um, friendships relationships outside of family going to the gym and, then, yeah. and those, are, those are just your, your necessities, right? You've got your personal life and your professional life. So that's yeah. work or whatever you do to... Hobbies. To make your means. So work and school. 
And then you've got your personal life, whether that be dating, that's typically family, and that's not including anything that you do for fun. Yeah. Which would be, yeah, your hobbies, whether you go to the gym. And I, I know some people will consider going to the gym as a priority. A luxury or, or a or, priority. Yeah, that's that I have to go to the gym, otherwise my day isn't complete. For sure. And, you know, there are some people who going to the gym is their, is a luxury. Like, wow, I had enough time to fit it in. You know, without diving too aggressively deep, I just had a conversation with a friend of mine um, who I consider, you know, pretty close in my circle. And she was referencing how just not that long ago, the stigma was not going to the gym or having uh, social media posts or all the things that I think we as uh, millennials and Generation X are focused on, that their their goal was to procreate, was we're going to get married and we're going to have kids and that's going to be it. Like realistically, everything else just will kind of just fall into place. We're not talking about, oh, we want to travel and oh, we're going to go to the gym together and we're going to do all these things, all these extra things or it was just you got married you have kids and that's the goal like that's why we have these these stories of like oh I thought plan my wedding since I was a little girl I mean me personally as a little girl I thought about what house am I gonna buy what kind of car am I gonna drive uh what type of career am I gonna have so you were more traditionally what guys grew up thinking and the the inverse to that if the woman is growing up which is hey you're gonna you're gonna find a man that's wealthy enough to support you and your children and you'll have kids and that'll be that on the other side guys are told you know you need to make a living you need to be able to support not just yourself but your future spouse and your kids so i mean that's changed for both genders significantly right yeah the emphasis now i guess on on younger people is younger people but i think my generation is finding yourself deciding what you want to be happy and whether that be traveling, whether that be making your money, whatever that may be, but to figure out what that is and to start doing that as soon as possible. But look how complicated that is. We have so many expectations that I think we as individuals put on ourselves, but on top of comparing one of one another to the stereotype or what we see around us. Right. We're comparing ourselves to other females, other couples, other the other daughters, maybe our cousins, maybe our family, you know, or our parents are comparing us to our siblings, uh, which I think happens, but, you know, there's a, yes, I think we have progressed and we have veered away from the expectation. Uh, disclaimer, there's nothing wrong with wanting to get married and have kids. I think if that is your MO, 100% be proud of it. Awesome. But if it's not, 100% be proud of it. Like, it's okay if you don't want kids or if you just don't see yourself biologically having children. Right. You know, I think I'm a, a huge advocate, obviously, on that. But <laughs> it's an, I think it's, it's a struggle. It's a struggle to be in the generation. I think you made a good point of, like, we're finding ourselves, but where do we go to find ourselves without comparing ourselves? Well, not only are you finding your, oh, I think there's a lot of contradiction. So you're finding yourself, but 
right now to get a job to get to to be taken seriously if you're going to try to be in the business world you need a bachelor's degree yeah no one i mean an associate's degree if you can get it but for the most part you need a college degree if you're not going into something that is artistic of some sort or a technical trade it's expected that you went to college especially with how not not to say i know community college isn't cheap for everyone but with all of the federal aid and all of the it's being resourceful well all of the resources that are available employers expect some form of college degree so not only do you need to find yourself but you also need to put yourself through college and figure that out as well and oh by the way if you didn't know what you wanted to do you need to figure that out too while you're taking college courses because you're just falling further behind See, but I've had I've had this conversation with proven performers to this theory, and I've had conversations with people who have gone that route and gotten the degree, and ultimately, equally has the opportunity to be as successful, with or without. However, with a degree, sure, you can get to point from point A to B a lot quicker. And if you work your way up, I mean, I had a conversation with somebody and they had said like they worked for this company for so long and at the time you didn't require anything but a high school diploma or in some instances, no high school diploma, but they've been with the company for 20 years. So they have these titles and they get grandfathered in. Right. But we also know that you can be just as successful without a degree. Oh, 100%. I think my issue is the judgment that is to have to not to have not, a degree to not go to school to stay out of uh, high school oh I'm yeah, not yeah, yeah. Going to college yeah oh but why I'm gonna not do, why not right but why then aren't you doing it? you go why to college you and you pay these thousands and thousands of dollars and then for my line of work you come to me and say hey this is what i want this is my expectation and compensation and have zero experience right well now now what and for those of you who did not listen to the intro to Cischella, yeah, Des works for a staffing agency. I do, I do. So we are a focused, um, specialized agency where we um, obviously, specifically will go towards certain markets and industries, which allows me to have the fact-checked that I do. <laughs> um, but... No, truly. I I think it's hard. It's hard to, well, I need to work and I want to make money and I want to travel and I want to do all these things that my Pinterest boards are saved on and I want, yeah, I want the family and I want the boyfriend and I want the relationship, but there's just so many projects that you end up opening and then the next thing you know, for me, I think I went through a period at the beautiful age of 24 where I was drowning in who I was as a person. Like, who did I want to be? And how do I balance being a good employee? Like you said, um, I think it's okay to struggle. I think that's a part of the finding yourself is to struggle, tear down, rebuild. Right. For sure. And I think it, it's all a part of the process. And I think it's very important to always keep that in mind. That you are going to struggle a little bit, but eventually you'll figure it out. And however long it takes you to figure out, that's that's okay. That's 100% okay. So how do you keep yourself from going down the rabbit hole of self-loathing? 
Which is so common for... I, I, I feel like it's almost genetic for our generation. It is. And I think a lot for of it sure. is the, what, the fear of missing out. It's watching all your peers. If you chose a different path mm. than uh, the majority of your peers, when, like, for example, um, my class that I graduated with from high school is graduating college. A lot of them are. So my timelines, my feeds have been flooded with graduation pictures. I am not ready to graduate yet. I mm-hmm. took a couple different classes. I changed my major. So I'm not there. You did life. I did you life. You did life. You did and life. I, I was working full-time. I still am, but I've been working full-time since I graduated high school. So that added a little bit more time on top of oh, me yeah. not already knowing exactly what I wanted to do. But here I am. And I'm seeing all this, and part of me is a little bit sad that I'm not graduating. I'm, I feel behind my, my peers. And that's not the point. I shouldn't be comparing to what all these other people are doing. I, should, I mean, I'm super happy for everybody. That's awesome that they made another step in their lives, and they're moving on to bigger and better, hopefully. But I think it's... I have to remind myself that we're all in different points in our lives yeah. and not everybody's path is necessarily the same no definitely I it's what it boils down to is that you have to be I think the direction that I go into when I realize ooh, I'm I'm bringing on the self-loathing I'm not leaning into the joy I'm not taking opportunity to say okay I'm being negative but what positives do I have? Yes, that sounds super cliche. And for and this goes for guys and girls, no matter what age you are, because I feel like we always hit a point throughout the year that whether you're comparing your New Year's resolutions that you failed or the fact that you had an expected idea of what your life is going to be like and that's obviously not the direction that it's going into, you got to lean into the joy. Right. Where where are you happy? What did you succeed? Right. I think a lot of a lot of my self loathing would come from the expectations that I set for myself. Yeah. Which is, you know, it for me, it's typically right around my birthday that I think, okay, where was I last year? Mm. And if I'm not where I thought I'd be, I sit down and think, Okay, why am I not where I thought I'd be? Because I try to set realistic expectations for myself. I don't say, oh, you know, I'm going to 360 my life right now. This time next year, I'm going to be a female bodybuilder and be 100% on my nutrition. And I'm just going to be this all-around healthy person. But if I don't get there, okay, what do I need to change? What did I do this year that probably wasn't the best for me? And I think it helps me to kind of set new goals, which is, okay, so what do I need to do? That's good, though. That's good. Uh, Tyra and I do this thing every, every again, around our birthday, where it's a self-evaluation of that year of life. Um, I know that I've done it. I know that she's done it. And it's a, lo- a lot of it has to do with perspective. If you're looking at it as, what did I not accomplish? Versus the turn of the cheek, which is, what did I accomplish? And even though I didn't hit mark A and B, what did I learn from not being the bikini model for <laughs> I don't know a for for one of the competitions or in a more relatable term I wanted to lose x amount of weight or I wanted to weigh a certain amount or whatever it is 
what did you learn or did you gain there? Are you now going to the gym more than you were before? Are you writing poetry? It may not be the best poetry. It may not be as much as you want to try it, but are you at least doing something? Right. Did you pick up a couple books that you did like even though you did not read them? Right. Whatever your goal may be and for artists, like you said, writing poems or for someone who's into music, did I start writing, did I write my ideas down? Mm-hmm. Am I working as hard? And I think that kind of, I'm going to section off here into priorities. Mm-hmm. Then you think back to, okay, what did I spend my time on? Where were my priorities? Because you, you see everybody and you see people and you assume that they have to, at some point, they prioritize their lives. Yeah. For me, my top priority right now is work. It's between work, family, and probably the gym. Or I'll say gym and nutrition are my top three right now, which is I need to make sure I'm performing at work, I need to make sure I'm going to the gym, and I'm feeding my body, I'm not getting junk food, and I need to make sure I'm, I'm, I'm meeting the expectation that my family has set. I'm going around, saying hi to everybody, checking in, whatever, whatever. But I think your goals are accomplishable, but it's priorities. What is more important to you? Is it more important that you take this hour to force yourself to write something down or to read or or to go to the gym than it is to sit and watch TV? Where did you prioritize? You know, and the argument to that is going to be, well, I'm tired, I don't have enough time, or I've got kids, or I've got a you husband. Or, it's priorities. Right. Well, and that's, then we go back to, at some point, you, and I see you as our listeners, you need to sit down and do a self-inventory. I'm super big on self-inventory. Where are where am I at in my life in which am I giving 100% in each box that I have going on? And if you're not, why? I can tell you right now, 100% of that is because you're not taking an opportunity for you to play rest. Where your play is, I'm literally doing this for absolutely no reason. Be it scrolling on Amazon, watching your Netflix videos, maybe going down the supermassive black hole of YouTube, whatever it is, but that is your play. And then your rest is giving your body that sleep or giving your body that time where you're just vegging out at home. And of course, now now we're we're trickling back into nutrition. Now we're trickling back into feeding your body. We're not just talking about food. We're talking about feeding your body soulful things, be that good food, uh, maybe supplements, a nice, a nice me time, whatever that consists of, you have to do that. Because if you're not resting your body, if you're not giving yourself, if you're not feeding your temple, if you will, right. then how realistically, how do you expect your body to perform adequately in all these other inventory, like all sections. your other, all your other boxes, all your how? other arenas. Like how that does the, the, virtually that does not something has to give, right? And I think and it'll be the la- the least prior- prioritized item, right? In your list, exactly. But it is all priority. Definitely. I was talking to a friend and she was talking about how she wasn't able to make it to the gym, and I was sharing like, hey, I've been to the gym every morning this week. I was I was more so proud of myself like hey I've been doing it I said I was doing what I was doing and she said well that's going to change when you have kids and my knee jerk 
was to be defensive and say, well, no, it's priorities. If it's important for me to get to the gym, then it shouldn't, my other priorities, I will make time to get to the gym. She disagreed, which, you know, she has kids. I don't have kids. So maybe when I do have kids, if I have kids, that my answer will change. But right now, I want to set these habits up so that when my life does get more stressful, those are set in stone. Just like you have to get up and you have to go to work. It, it does change, though. I'm not going to lie. Okay, it changes. However, it comes down to a priority. Right. What is your priority? What's more important yeah. to you? No, I, I, I retract my, <laughs> my, uh, my statement because, yeah, well, yeah, no, no, no. It's it, priority. Yeah, it's priority. Yeah, it's priority. <clears throat> but I think in that situation, as far as yeah. saying, having kids, I think it's very important to have whoever you had kids with, whoever your partner is in the situation, that you guys are on the same, on the same page. Well, that's to assume that the partner that you had is there. Okay, the partner that you have had, whoever is with you, we're, we're in this scenario, in my scenario, okay. I'd like to think that I would have a partner and we have kids together, I would need to say, this is important to me. So what can we do as a team to make this happen? And, and if, you know, I was raised by a single mom where it was like legit just my mom, that... That's just not... Going to the gym, leaving your kid, you can't. Not realistic. You can't, no. Completely understand. Scrolling, or scrolling, strolling down uh, Clovis Avenue in your with your little fancy baby <laughs> stroller and your new little Lulus, not realistic. No. 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 <laughs> so, I, it, it's finding a way. Right. Finding a way. Be that you get your kids on a different schedule. I highly recommend Zarbies Melatonin. <laughs> Um, this isn't sponsored. This isn't sponsored. We as adults use it as well Heck for yeah. those times. Not only do they knock you out, they Man. also taste pretty good. So be careful. Sometimes I do want just a few because they do. They taste very, very really good. Do, but you gotta side note <laughs> and not to completely tangent, but you gotta eat something before you take them. Really? Because I've been having those nightmares, <laughs> dude. <laughs> two nightmares and, and like no. it's not only me like there's there's been the the committee has spoken in which we yes i've not had nightmares but, but they're not really like nightmares they're kind of like weird dreams that just don't make sense and you just wake up really confused really yes yes the only problem i've had with them is that they worked too well i took i took that's one, because you guys took two i took one too early and <laughs> I, and it, when it hit, I was like, on "If you a guys cloud, want a natural high oh that gosh. is not a substance, uh, <laughs> sister, get some Zarbies, take one, and stay up. Stay That'll up. That'll have you on the bed, I feeling was your heartbeat, hallucinating. I was like, "This is crazy." And I, I thought we're giving sleep. these to kids. <laughs> well, we're giving them the kids' version. So, I mean, I took the kid version. <laughs> Maybe that's your problem. That was my problem. Yeah. But but yeah, so it's whatever it is. I mean, obviously, the, if you're not into giving your kids supplements, whatever, bless your soul. Um, <laughs> but do something for you. If it's not going to the gym, if it's not being athletic, it's not working out, if it's reading, read. If it's you sitting on the patio and having a beer, do it. Do whatever it is to feed you because 
if you don't, you sacrificing yourself, you're going to sacrifice your efforts in every other entity that you go into. That's that's going to be the that's the that's the beast. That's the beast, but we'll we'll segue off into okay, you're taking time for you, but what about your other priorities? Right? What about your family? What about your expectation? Right. What about the expectations of you or your partner? Your friends. Yeah. Your partner, your family, they expect a certain amount of your time, which is, okay, so it's, you know, Mother's Day, Father's Day was just recently, and I know I was expected to be present for both of those days. Mm -hmm. And I did, obviously, I didn't mind, I, I was more than happy to spend that time with my family, but that's expectation on me. And when I was there... It was, you know, why don't we see you more often? That's a I hard. Yeah. So I have family in Missouri. Um, and thankfully, thankfully they've never put the pressure on of, oh, why are you never here? Like, how come you don't come out more? Because they know. I mean, realistically, I probably spend a grand in flights once a year. But more so it's like, oh, them expressing how much they miss me. And that, it, maybe all of this is of balancing and why we struggle with balancing is because the unforgivable guilt. Right. But there's a difference between guilt and, and like bashing yourself. Because when you're guilty, it's like, oh, I wish I could do this or, oh, I shouldn't have done that. That was dumb. But bashing yourself is, I'm stupid, I'm such a bad daughter, I'm such a bad this, I'm, I'm a failure at work. I'm like That's not being productive. If anything, you're being reactive and not proactive. But saying, oh, I, I probably should call my mom more to, su- to supplement the fact that I don't go and see her. Right. Or I should call my sister and brother um, because they're, they're out of state and I know that they're teenagers and whatever. But... Again, like all of this is easier said than done. You've just got to start start at something small that you can fix on the low. I think I'm a big person about not wanting to advocate, oh, I'm going to make all these changes and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this because realistically, I don't know how successful I'm going to be. Especially when that's not my knee jerk. Right. I think you're right. It does have to be small changes. I mean, I, I shouldn't say it does have to be because there are people who can say, who wake up and say, I'm going to change this. Yeah. And they made that decision and they changed it. And so here we are. Yeah. And you think, wow, I wish I could do that. It's like the people who um, fall asleep immediately when they get into bed. <sighs> I wish I could just lay down I, yeah. and go to sleep. Wouldn't that be awesome? With the, the, the melatonin, I can Really? I still, like... If I, I wait it out. And, <laughs> and still have to, like, think about going to sleep. But I wish that that was, that was me. Yeah, you know, screw those people. Because <laughs> you're not real. Um, like you just fall asleep. Not only just fall asleep instantly, but fall asleep anywhere. Oh, that's good. That's I mean, good. I'm, that's I'm good. pretty, like, I'm... I'm pretty easygoing. I don't need to have a specific type of mattress or a specific pillow. I can get to sleep wherever, but getting to sleep is is hard wherever I'm. Even when I'm at home in my bed, the most comfy I could be still takes a few minutes. 
So since this transition of like, and I think we can both answer this, but I'd say in the last 18 months, let's do 18 months. That's a solid frame. Where do you think, what are your top three successors of however you want to identify this as being, what did you learn about yourself or something that you know, like you feel good about that kind of like, that's you leaning into joy. What are your top three, your top three items that help you lean into joy? My top three. That's hard. Right? Truly. Um, Leaning into joy. Um, It makes me happy to know that I have, I, I personally need very tangible goals. So for me, I'm transferring to Fresno State into a program and I'll have my degree in 17 months after that. So that's a very tangible goal. I can see it now. I've been accepted into the program. It's happening. So that makes me happy to know that I've got that squared away. That's, that's good for me. Um, so that's one. So getting, I guess, so figuring out what, what I want in life and setting up my goals accordingly. And when I say leaning into joy for people, it's it leaning into joy, like that moment right there, like Tyra knows nothing is going to change that. She is going to transfer to Fresno State. There's not an instant, oh, well, I do like this. I like this thing that I got or I like this uh, memory or this uh, moment that I'm in. And then you hit it with something negative. Right. Like you, you just dr- wardrobe change into your negative outfit and then all of a sudden you're talking about all the things that could go wrong right so that's more of a focus in of what i mean when we say like what are your top three like leaning into joy moments so So, fresno state fresno state i think another one for me is which is is going to be contradictory to my first point in my personal life i need to be more carefree and i think i've accomplished that as far as not not trying to see, okay, where is this going in the next six months? But truly just enjoying, like, here and now, I'm having fun, I'm traveling, and this is good. So, that would be my number two. Mm-hmm. And then number three would probably be taking the time that I am to get myself healthy. So, going to the gym yeah. and making food for myself that isn't that isn't going to grab Taco Bell after work because I'm lazy but (laughs) going to the gym and and getting a good sweat in and feeling stronger as a person not only do I feel stronger but I look better I'm more confident than I've ever been but you're doing that for you yes you're not doing it for your relationship you're not doing it for anybody else no. But you. I feel good. Because ain't nobody with me at 4 a.m. when I'm at the gym. I'm saying. No. I'm saying I ain't. You know and I ain't. <laughs> I, I've not had anybody complain about the way that I look. So that's not ever been a problem. Exactly, yeah. So going to the gym and, and feeling better in my own skin is definitely my third moment. You know, and I, I will say to, to piggyback on that, that if you're going to the gym... For somebody else, be it the cute guy at the squat rack or the girl at the office that you want to look better than. (laughs) Now, there's a difference between good competition and you just being vain. But, but, 
if that's what your motivation is to get yourself right, more power to you. But it's hollow. It's hollow, but your body doesn't know the difference. Yeah, but you, you, you <laughs> have to have a motivator outside of another person. Oh, yeah. No, if you're going yeah, to Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Is it like if you're doing this so hopeful. you can get the, the cute guy at the gym, girl, guy, I'm just don't, saying, don't. Be, be positive. Maybe, maybe she gets the guy at the gym and they end up working out together and they Yeah, write. but I'm saying you can't be doing that for the wrong. That's why when people say I quit <laughs> drugs because my girlfriend or my boyfriend doesn't want me to do it. Yeah, and then as soon as that person leaves you, you're going to do the same thing that you did before because you did not have a, a place in your heart that it's like, I'm doing this because I want to feel good. And if the hotties come to me because I'm all of a sudden got a big <laughs> oh. old booty, and this counts for guys and girls, we appreciate the men that squat. We really do. Amen. <laughs> um, then, yeah, more power too. I appreciate it. Yeah. Really, guys? Don't skip leg day. Ooh. Don't skip leg There's day. There's a term <laughs> that I'm familiar with where it's like you have like, I can't remember, but it's something about, if you guys know, DM it to us, something about having lat syndrome or something. What, what I what I term it is, I call it Johnny Bravo syndrome, where you've got these big <laughs> That could be shoulders. genetic. That's not fair. <laughs> but. That's not fair. Just, Tall people have a hard time growing legs. I, okay. Mm. All right. I mean, I'm just saying the ones with the little legs. Okay, and now we're body shaming. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, we know that's okay. Shame. You could be, you could have small legs, but still be pressing that 295. It's it's all in good humor. It is. I would it not is. ever judge. Y'all, y'all judge you your legs, spot. anyways. You're by yourselves. I don't think we need to do it. Um, but yeah, but whatever it is, just do it for you. Do it for you. Be passionate about it. Be strong about it. Yeah. But I like those three. I think that those are like, those are really good, foundational points of leaning into joy and what about you what are your three dang i asked that question i don't even have wow <laughs> i appreciate that you were actively listening to my answers yeah no i genuinely you was just about like, yours. Oh. um i think it's one disconnecting from from work and just spending time with the loved ones that I do on the weekends, um, be it a full house or just me and T. Uh, just being in the moment, I think that gives me my recharge. Right. Of. Yeah, that of just being there, being there, and nowhere else. Um, my work allows me to work from home, so. That, that's a blessing and a curse. Uh, two, I'm reading a lot. I've been reading. Uh, and that always always just gives me something. I think I like having uh, somebody that I can talk to about what I'm reading. Uh, and the, they provide a, a volley of conversation and interest on what, my to- what the topic was. Um, but there's a lot of personal growth. And just vocabulary growth as well, which, I mean, is very attractive to me. It's always a big thing. Um, And then lastly, is taking time to appreciate my body the way it is. And knowing that it's where it is now is not where it's going to be in three months and four months. But appreciating the stage that I'm in now and finding things that I love about it the way it is. So when they do change, and that is a transition, 
of smaller, thicker, tighter, whatever, I can say, well, I loved it the way it was before, and now I even love it even more. Right. So that's where, that's kind of where I'm at. But on a lighter note, to just kind of, I was thinking about it, um, how do you feel about guys putting their height on their Tinder profile or their Bumble profile or their whatever dating apps. Isn't yes. that a requirement? I don't think I think it they is, ask it is you. not a requirement that you do not have to put your height on these guys if you I mean, if you, can you would lie. like if you <laughs> would like to correct us and tell us that it is a requirement. To my knowledge it's Are not. you sure? To my knowledge You know, it's way not. back in the day. I mean back in the day. And those of you <laughs> who did like chat rooms and stuff like that, you, y'all gonna vibe with me right now. ASL was your age, sex, and location. <laughs> it oh, didn't ask for no age I'm or, or not, uh, height. height. No, but I've I've heard a lot of guys. Well, I feel like that matters. Okay, if you okay, okay, you think that matters. So, is it fair for a guy to say, okay, you want to know my height? How much do you weigh? Okay, that's. I'm not a person that has an issue with the number. Okay, but that I guess that's the equivalent. That's the debate that I've heard. I there were a few podcasts. One sixty five, and I'm proud. Uh. There were a few <laughs> podcasts that were saying, "How dare a guy ask how much we weigh?" That's like the whole age argument of like well, it's the age <gasps> argument. Ask, okay, when you get but, in your thirties, like no female wants to be at and oh, okay, just kidding. <laughs> you ladies and guys look good for the thirties. Dirty thirties are good ages. However, uh huh, that's a sensitive <laughs> subject for some people. Age or weight age or height? Weight. I don't know how height is a sensitive subject. We can see you. Girls can't. Well, okay, so it's a thing. Guys lie about their height. Nah. If they're 5'11, they'll say they're six foot. If there's. Well, no, shoes, if they're I six mean, foot. Wow, here are your excuses. If they're six foot, they say they're 6'2 or 6'1. So truly, that, that's what happens. They just round up because. I mean, I say I'm like 5'2 and a half. Yeah, but you're not. But I am. You can put heels on. Then I'm 5'7". Wow. Mm. But it's a thing. Legitimately. Girls are... I don't are have any experience women, in that. Women are... Are height snobs. Well, and, and that's because of aesthetics. Right. Like, oh, I need to have the tall, dark, and handsome. Or tall and handsome. Whatever. Girl. Right. I, I mean, personally, I guess... Personally, I'm not... I, I don't... I think it's all preference, but I, I guess I don't see a problem with it either way for either question. If if I if I'm gonna ask a guy how tall are you, and he responds, well, how much do you weigh? Then that's all that's all in good. That's all I in guess, good humor. I guess, I guess that's kind of it's like the way you word it. Like, well, how much do you weigh? And if well, we're talking, I mean, I mean <laughs> for the for the for the setting, if we're talking about tender, like that obviously is an insinuation. That was to, probably a, a bad example. But well, no, but I mean like, one. well, even more so, like if a guy, if I'm talking to a guy and then, you know, we're messaging or whatever on anything, <laughs> or even if we're like, we meet at a party or whatever, how much do you weigh? Well, if you're going to ask how tall he is, and I guess this is probably more so for someone you haven't seen, is you're trying to get a good picture. You've seen pictures, but you can't really get a height. So you want to know what so I mean So maybe it's guy, burbage. Maybe it's burbage. 
verbiage, but you, you find know. a way to say like okay. girls how short you are. Did you not see on Twitter when it was like if your man isn't six foot, you got you a, a woman? That's oh not yeah, your yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. I had like those that had. Well, it had it did it for girls too. It was like five two something, and then five th- five five to five five or five four, then. You have average, and then anything above that, you have an Amazon or you have a man. Yeah. yeah. I do remember that. That See? was a phase. That was a phase, but it's still a thing. Because guys still very frequently put their height in there. You know what? There's some girls that I know. There's one marriage that I know, and she's significantly <laughs> taller than her husband. And that's awesome. You do you, girl. You do you. But I think that's fine. I think that's all... That's all fine because I think that dating or whoever you're going to spend your life with, your partner, whoever you're going to date, whoever you want to be around, you want to stare at them for, you know, hours, hours on time, not even the rest of your life, right? You want to, you want to be around them. You're going to look at them. I don't see a problem with people having a type. What it boils down to is that regardless of what the other person's type is, you be you male five, four (laughs) or female five, nine, two, ten guy 115 whatever be confident in your size right because confidence is the most attractive thing and we all have heard this and although i know and so do you know that everybody has these insecurities you you really you really have to be confident in what you're bringing to the table right because trust me guys you will find out right away if a female is going to entertain you but just by you coming coming up. However, you don't know. I've dated really, really tall guys. And I've dated guys that are not so tall. Not so tall. Well, Still okay, taller average, than you, though. So, yeah, I always... Yeah. Exactly. The, the, the standard is a solid three inches plus. So... but I, I, And I know I have a type. I know I got a type. And I stay true to my template. Yeah, you do. Yep. Truly. But I mean, I guess I'm performant. Very happy. Thank you. <laughs> I, I don't see a problem with it, very and happy. I think some people ha- have an issue, or some guys feel like they they don't have they don't get a chance. And I'm sure some women are missing out on guys that they would like, but because he's not six foot, you're not gonna give him a chance. Well, and and maybe this is too mature of a topic for some people because I know we don't always like it's it's not something that I thought about when I was 21, but. Are you going to date somebody because aesthetically it's going to make your guys' image like, oh, that couple goes good together? Or are you going to date them because you're happy and in love? I mean... Like, I know that in my last relationship, like, I have tattoos. And that was not something particularly acceptable um, in their family. And it never was their judgment. They were amazing people. But realistically, I may have not fit the template of a blank canvas skin girl uh, <laughs> versus now it's like for, for me, tattoos are are beautiful. They're amazing. They're a part of a story. They are something meaningful that you took that chance to have this imprinted on your body forever. But I think a lot of it has to do with knowing what you want. Right. And not giving a crap what other people including influencers whoever they are uh, in your life uh, kind of taking drive 
right. in your dating life. If you want somebody short, okay. If you want somebody super tall, alright, that's cool. Good for you. But I, I guess <clears throat> I was going at the point that it's it's fine for women. I don't see a problem with women saying I want to date somebody that's at least six foot. No, not that's at all. That's what I want. That's not what I like. Right. And I don't, guys can't fine. get mad. And girls cannot get mad at guys for not wanting to date women that are two inches shorter than them or the same height as them. Oh, the same height, the same hair color, the same eye color, whatever it may be. Yeah. You like what you like. Yeah. And I guess I think it's... Being confident. It's being confident in who you are. And I think there's a little bit of a stigma to say that, well, then I'm vain. <laughs> then I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not looking at the person for who they are. But that's, that's our society, like the millennial society, this cohort competing against old, old, uh, old methods right. of, oh, don't be vain. Looks aren't everything. That all goes away. Her butt's not going to be that big forever. His muscles aren't going to be there forever. And while that's all true... If that's what you like, whatever. Then that's what you like. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess I I've not ever been under the. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've I've dated people that I wasn't initially attracted to, and because I got to know them, I became more attracted to them. However, it's not ever compared to the person that I've dated that I was immediately attracted to. Right. Because the 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 spark, the flame, whatever you want to call it was there and that just got better over time over time yeah i think that's a thing too like we talk about the seven year itch thing in marriages but like honestly if you are again we go back to our main point of doing stuff for yourself having this life balance having the moments where you're leaning into joy having play and rest if you're doing those things and you're constantly growing in a relationship then realistically, how do you have the opportunity to be stagnant or dry or, you know, oh my gosh, there's just nothing. I've lost interest in my wife after 10 years. Well, are you guys growing? Have you dedicated 30 days to one another where you're legit taking time for yourself, truly, and then applying yourself and leaning into joy with your partner or yourself? Right. But in all of this, you need to be honest with yourself. Oh, yeah. Am I doing this? Is this what I want? Yeah. Is this what I like? Yeah. Or am I just going through the motions? Am I going through the motions? Am I doing this because someone else said that we look cute together? So here we are. And and for, I know we have like younger listeners that are, and I say younger, but like out of high school. For those individuals, for this is all stuff that you're going to encounter. There's, it's inevitable. But where you start off is... Not having to feel rushed. Tyra made a great example. Her classmates now... Uh, Tyra and I, have, I think, have a two-year difference in age. Yeah. But her classmates, which I went through the same, they're graduating. And you kind of feel like you got left in the dust. That's okay. But um, I want to say Denzel Washington made a quote saying, Don't confuse movement with growth. Hmm. Because... It's a true thing that just because you are moving around and you're doing this and you're working at this job and you're picking up these hours and you're doing all these things, are you really, are you feeding yourself? Are you growing right now? 
or are you just going through the motions? And I, I feel that applies throughout every stage of life and every opportunity. Right. So, all right, guys. We, so, we got some feedback from the last podcast, and it was ultimately... You guys like the idea that we were talking about uh, fake fans. Uh, so obviously that being more lighter topic, this being a more in-depth one. And I guess giving you guys as listeners a little bit more insight to us and who we are. Yeah. We are definitely open to suggestions or something you want to hear about mm-hmm. or hear us talk about. We are great debaters. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, and and I think don't be afraid of like the the uh, weight of the topic. We're not shy to that at all. Again, anonymously, you can refer. Um, as you guys know, that we will be posting every Friday. That being our day, Brochella being on Mondays. Uh, however, um, we we won't cover specifically heavy sports. Uh, you will see a collaboration between the two, um, but but we're open to what you guys think yeah um and i know today's topics were deeper and more introspective as far as you know you need to be true to yourself you need to take time for yourself yeah and it all sounds very cliche but it is amazing how different your life is when you do actually take the time it's imperative to do it it's imperative it's crazy and i know i i was a prime example when people say, well, you need to take time for yourself. Well, I said, I don't have time. I have to go to work. I have to go to school. I have to make sure that my house is clean. I have to make sure that I'm meeting all of my obligations. I don't have time to sit down for 10 minutes and not do anything. I just yeah. don't. Yeah. And yeah. making that time for myself changed my life. Yeah, minimum 30 minutes, whatever. Whatever, whatever it do. is, squeeze it in. But make time for yourself. Do the things that make you happy. I agree. All right, guys. Well, thank you for spending your your evening, your day, your morning with us. Wherever uh, you're at. Wherever you're at, wherever you are. Whatever uh, you're doing. We appreciate it. So thank you.